Can I Steal You for a Second, a Bachelor Nation podcast, hosted by Ashley Young, Shay Corrigan, and Natalie Zamora. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast. I'm Ashley Young here with Shay Corrigan, Natalie Zamora, ready to dive into episode two of The Bachelorette. Claire season, and we have a lot more thoughts this week than we did last week with the limo entrances. And let's just start with this date. Last week we complained about COVID. The Bachelor producers felt like they needed to explain my reality to me for two hours. And we noticed this week the dates weren't what they normally are because they're quarantining. And they really went for it with the weirdest date I've seen on the show in a long time discussing love languages and they start with words of affirmation and we have Claire up on a tower and each man steps forward and just praises Claire and I know we chat throughout the show (laughs) guys take it away because I have a lot to say I'm going to save my complaints I'll make you guys start with being the bad cop for this this portion of the date but what did we think of words of affirmation date because it was bizarre Yeah, it honestly, I did not understand where they were coming from at all with that. Like, I would have been maybe like everyone write a letter to her and then whatever is the cutest one wins or she tries to guess who it was or something like that. But this was literally just like, all right, next up, I'm really excited to get to know you and you're beautiful. Okay, next. Like, and they're all just watching and it was extremely awkward. I did not like it. I also don't want to like immediately get into like nitpicking <laughs> the structure of it or the organization of it. But, like I didn't really, they, I at least also was not paying attention. They didn't explain the date. No. And so like, there are like five, I think five love, love languages. And so she's like, it's a love languages date. Mm-hmm. And then they start with the words of affirmation. You're like, okay, this is weird. And it all just builds up to giving Dale like a monologue. And yeah. Like, okay. Here we are again. And then the next thing you know, they're like running all over the place. And that's not explained until then. They're like, oh, yes, this is like the gifts of whatever love language. And like they have to give something meaningful to her. And then it's like there was no transition between any of them. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like, like they were just like showering her. They were showering her with compliments. They were showering her with like items and then like oversharing about the items. Yeah. And I don't even remember what the other, oh, and then it ended with the touch. I'm sure there were ones in between, which was also just like Mm-mm. very weird and seemed like a lot of boundaries were being crossed very quickly. And I don't want to, you know, go get sort of too heated too fast here. But <laughs> <laughs> to me, I feel like it really encapsulated. And I saw this more and more as the episode progressed, like everything that, um, bugs me about Claire and sort of mm-hmm. her how she sort of positioned herself as the bachelorette where it just it seemed very like I don't know I'm still sort of yeah. working through what it was but it was just like all the stuff that bugged me in that segment was then like writ large in like extreme <laughs> proportions over the rest of the episode yeah so I got a lot I got a lot to say but we'll get there <laughs> We'll get there. I think that's a good point is that, you know, she's up on this pedestal, you know, bragging about being the oldest bachelorette and I didn't settle for men like this and whatever, whatever. And you're just fishing for compliments. Like 
Yeah. That's not the foundation of a strong relationship. People cat call you on the street and give you those compliments. Like, yeah. It was just the weirdest, weirdest thing for a 40 year old woman to be seeking such like shallow validation. Mm-hmm. And I was annoyed. But again, like Shay said, open minded, the beginning of the episode, maybe it gets better. It did not. Um, <laughs> because uh, we go into this group date where Claire walks in. And I think we all have this friend where they, they need to be like the hottest girl in the room. They need to like walk in and have attention thrown at them. And she goes into the group date and no one tries to steal her away. And <laughs> okay. she quite I literally said, go ahead, go ahead. It's not that like she walked in and was yeah. like standing by the punch table. And no one came up <laughs> and talked to her. No one asked her to dance. She came in and like, as is normal, they're all sitting on the couch. They're all talking and drinking because that is what you do until the bachelor bachelorette shows up. Mm-hmm. She gets there, sits down, says like 10 to 15 words that ends with something on the lines of like, all right, so are we going to do this? Nobody says anything for yeah. like, mm, not even 30 seconds. And then she like breaks out. At the same time, Bennett, who we will get to in a second, <laughs> does jump up. And she ends like, oh, like, well, I'll like, if nobody else is going to, like, yeah, I, I would absolutely have to steal you for a minute, mm-hmm. goes off. And before he can get through his story about how he's from Harvard or went to Harvard or whatever, <laughs> she's like, mm, I'm sorry, this is just really bugging me. I have to go confront the boys about how I was mm-hmm. not getting enough attention. Um, they literally before, said that. Yeah, I yeah. was not getting enough attention. No one wanted yeah. to spend time with me. It was that childish. Before we like, further go down this path, though, I think we all have something we want to say to Bennett, right? <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We made fun of your Ivy League education and your Northeast ties and your boat shoes and weird pastel yeah. wardrobe. Um, I'm very charmed by you. <laughs> and I'm sorry for slandering you publicly on this podcast and my Twitter account. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. It was from day one too. Before the show even started, we were like, this guy, nope, nope, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <It's a walking laughs> <red flag>. Literally <laughs> from yep. the clip. I'm like, screw that guy. No yeah. one cares at Harvard. You're a red flag. And he's very charming and very sweet. And yeah. I am the fool. Guy. I'm the fool. <laughs> I'm the fool. Oh my gosh. We also had the ultimate moment. And like, I think I said this in our preview episode or at some point to someone that like, I was very excited that if Claire's, like, romance was, like, a foregone conclusion, I was excited to see all, like, the boys become friends. And mm-hmm. when they're running around getting their, like, gifts yes. um, thing, <laughs> all the guys that, like, weren't on that date, like, <laughs> were just, like, calling at them, like, what are you doing, what are you doing? And then they start, like, gushing about Ben, and they're, like, he's, like, a gazelle. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> I was, like... Clearly, he's already bonded with those guys, um, and, mm-hmm. you know, he was, like, showing off his, like, extensive shoe collection while wearing, like, a robe and drinking a martini, and I'm, like, they're... The martinis, so yeah. cute. You're just, like, so sweet and charming, and I wish the best for you, and I'm sorry that I said I hate everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> now we really Happen. need to know who writes the bios, because yeah. if it was him, he just is selling himself short. I do think, though, in our slight defense, a lot of that on paper does seem like yeah. red flags and eye rolls, um, but somehow it's working for him. So, <laughs> well done, Bennett. <laughs> nice guy. Right? Oh, <laughs> we, we just had to say, we had to get that off our chest. We say this is not a bullying podcast. They're right. almost like characters on a show, blah, 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 blah. But Bennett, we're sorry. Just putting that out there for the record. <laughs> and we'll um, admit when we're wrong. 
just like, yeah. Well, you know, but Shay, you trailed off from being fired up over um, <laughs> this, you know, one-on-one fiasco where she literally left to go reprimand the boys for not paying attention to her, which then turns into, everyone can guess, her getting one-on-one time with Dale. Yep. Yeah. So I want to give you guys the chance to be mad too. Um, <laughs> but I will, I will add, the other thing that really made me annoyed at that portion was like when she comes back after like halting her yeah. day because she, and she, like, she can't get over the fact that not everyone jumped at like the drop of a hat. And like, I will go, some of the guys said like, oh, like we weren't really sure if it was time yet to do yeah. that. This is the first group date. Like it's yeah. not that surprising. Not everyone there has been through like three bachelor shows there. <laughs> like, it's, it's normal that they wouldn't know that already. Yeah. Um, and she gets back and everyone kind of jumps and is making a video like, nobody wanted to get time with me. Do any of you want to have time with me? They're laughing when she gets back. They're not sitting in dead, like, stone silence. So she takes mm-hmm. that as, like, indication that they would yeah. rather hang out with each other than her. Like, we're jumping to wild conclusions here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a bunch of people jump in with, like, apolo- like apologies and kind of, like, semi-explanations of, like, oh, like, sorry, we didn't know yet, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then it's Dale. And then it's Dale being like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I would love to steal you. And she was like, oh, yes, thank you so much. And like, immediately first words out of her mouth, like, thank you so much for, you know, taking me away. And like, I just, I want, like, it makes me feel cared about. And me sitting there, newly, like, new person on, like, the Team Bennett squad was like, justice for Bennett. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, somebody else speak. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Like, she was waiting for, it was like a, five second moment where nobody said anything it was just awkward like you said nobody had been on the bachelorette before so they're probably waiting for like producers to be like okay let's go to the next room but she was like it was so cringy because she's like looking around for a second you know she just wants dale to stand up so then when she's like oh i don't want to talk to bennett i want to talk to dale she's like all right like somebody, nobody wants to hang out with me. Dale, Dale, Dale. Like, come on, come on, come on. And then he finally says something and she's like, you're right. Like, thank you. And that was just, uh, like, I felt cringy watching it. And I'm, you know, 26, not to shame her for her age, but like, come on. Like, if I feel like this is weird, it's not like I'm that young, but like, she's been, you know, in the dating scene longer than me. And I just thought that was not, not cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was rude. It was rude. Yeah. It was immature. And it's like, I don't know, if you're on this show, you have to be open to seeing other people, not yeah. just Dale. That's <laughs> the point of this show, Claire. I don't know if you were aware, <laughs> you have the experience. You don't go to date one person and everyone else is like on the college campus. Like you're mm-hmm. dating all of these people. <laughs> so I thought it was rude. It was rude. Yeah. Um, but here's what makes more- me mad about that. And again, please like guys <laughs> yell at me or just like mute me. No, For the record though, no, Shay is this whole time as we're watching the show, like messaging us like very passionately in all capital letters. So she's so to get stuff like, off her chest. I feel like I should have yeah. this on the podcast and then um our producer, shout out to Hunter, was like, You definitely should. So yeah. <laughs> Got the Anyways, approval. What um what really sort of like annoyed me about that is like you can't have it both ways. Like, if you have mm-hmm. already basically decided that Dale is your husband, I mean, that's not what the show's about, but, like, good for you. Like, you could show up, mail it in, you know, go to a couple cocktail parties, receive, you know, a number of compliments, and, like, 
baseballs that are sentimental value <laughs> to people. And then, you know, kind of wrap it up or the producers call it early or whatever it is. Mm. It wouldn't be great TV, but it, there would be an like, air of like respectability to that where it's like, all right, cool. Like it is what it is. He fell mm-hmm. in love before the show. We try to get some TV out of it. <laughs> We're moving on to Tasha. Mm-hmm. But what she's doing is like taking these sort of, oh, like I want to give these other men a chance thing to the extreme of just like really aggressively like pushing for attention and what got me it was like I don't that's all sort of mildly annoying and we'll get to the dodgeball date in a minute because that was also felt mildly or more than mildly um problematic but I was got really upset at uh Dear Sweet Jason's therapy date that yeah. was like you don't especially because the episode ends with her getting more one-on-one time with Dale and basically being like, I had fun with the other guys, really Mm -hmm. great group, but he's the one that I want to spend all my time with anyways. Mm -hmm. And so like, not only is she going on these dates with other people and making out with them and asking them about the life, she's drilling hard for like real trauma. Like (laughs) there was one guy that she was talking to at the cocktail party after she made everyone spend more time with her and also was like he alluded to like having some like pretty serious like life experience and things like that and like we didn't hear that on camera but she was like oh me too that's really great to hear and then the whole jason date was her being like trying to get him to share his like past experiences with him and like let things out and like write them onto like rocks and then throw them which does sound legitimately cathartic so that sounds fun but at the same time (laughs) I was just like totally bothered by like her sort of it felt like demands for like these real serious like intimate disclosures Mm -hmm. with as far as we know like very little intention to like actually date these men um and then things like oh like my intuition said that like Jason needed that like oh like did Jason need to talk about his like parents relationship on national tv for a relationship that he thinks might go somewhere, but you know it won't. Um, okay, yeah. I need to take a break. But <laughs> <laughs> take a breather. Well, I, Natalie, something you said stuck with me is that like you're 26. Obviously, Claire has a couple more years on us. Mm-hmm. Everyone on this podcast, and I think we can all agree that how she handled discuss discussing these issues with Jason was inappropriate. Yeah. Um, I want you so to awkward. yeah, like yeah, it was awkward to watch, but you know, as someone who's 26 and recognizes that, <laughs> how would you go about that? Like, what what could she have done differently? I think it was like, I, obviously, she was trying to get emotional and like writing the letter. Okay, that could have been more of like a lighthearted, like, oh, like, that was so nice. Okay, on to the next thing. Or maybe like, what would your younger self be like proud of? Or what would your younger self be like surprised that you like now your interests, something like, sweet and lighthearted not like would your younger self know that your parents are having issues like it was just getting so and she's like so I just want you to like spill it like like just let it go and he's like yeah like trying as much as he can to like not (laughs) it's just so it was awkward and yeah it really felt like she was like all right I'm gonna like get to this guy not in a malicious way but like I'm gonna like make him feel better and then I'll feel better about myself maybe It was just really awkward. It was something like, okay, maybe if it's like you have three guys left and you're going on a date with them, okay, but not your first ever one-on-one. It was just, it was a buzzkill. It wasn't fun. (laughs) 
It was awkward to watch. It lacked all sensitivity and like dehumanized him. Yeah. And like you said, I think that there was part of her that wanted to talk about her own experiences Mm -hmm. and everyone's on different timelines, Claire, like just because you (laughs) want to talk about that and that's cathartic for you. Like that's really gross to make someone exploit themselves if they're not ready or they're not willing to a stranger to America. I get they sign up for TV, but I just thought it was really gross. Um, And also, like, it gave me shades of, like I said, you know, sometimes, Claire, you got to go to therapy alone. You don't need to drag your date to therapy. (laughs) Like, it's okay to do things independently. And I think themes of this will come on as we continue talking about the episode. But she seems like someone that can't do anything alone. Yeah. I get we all love to have people to experience things with. But, Claire, babe, like, therapy, for example, you don't need to, like, drag men that you don't know into that like yeah. that wasn't you cool don't, like come home from therapy and then recreate the therapy on the person that <laughs> was not in therapy <laughs> yeah you go to therapy does not make you a licensed counselor no claire like what are your credentials okay so again we're we're striking out with the love languages we're striking mm-hmm. out with the date we don't like how yeah. she handled herself at the cocktails so maybe, you know, they're teasing strip naked dodgeball. I don't know. There's naked men every commercial break on my television screen. So I'm like, maybe this will be funny. Ha ha. Yeah. It got worse. Yeah. I think I trended a little sensitive to this, but she brings them together for the group date for dodgeball and was like, but let's make it strip. And you see everyone's face. Like, no one was into it. No one was into it. <laughs> And she said something really alarming that I think if it was like this was The Bachelor and he said this to a group of women. She said something quite literally as simple as my game, my rules. Like <laughs> you're going to get naked for me because I'm calling the shot. And I was like, yeah. Claire, again, with this just like pushing people to do things that they're clearly not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to complain. I know it's supposed to be lighthearted and fun. Mm-hmm. But it was just another instance of her kind of living in this alternate reality where there's, like, I, I get it. You're on TV. I get it. You're going to do weird stuff on TV. But, like, mm-hmm. I want to see you have normal human adult interactions with these people. And yeah. men running around naked throwing dodgeballs at each other isn't it. Yeah. I feel like this entire episode was so over-sexualized. And, like, I, like you said, like, you're the bachelorette. You're going to want to do, like, silly things. But this wasn't a date. It was just for her to check out the guy's shirtless. Like, there have been so many better dates on The Bachelorette. Like, bring back Hannah B when she, like, made the guys do that test that made them, like, feel the the pain of giving birth, and they all freaked out. Like, that was hilarious and cute, and this was just, like, all right, go get naked and run around. Cool. Like, no. <laughs> I think what's getting me is, like, her – her kind of like her tone and attitude towards it all where I think there's a way like you alluded to of having sort of like the letters and the disclosures on a first date that feels very natural and there's a way (laughs) lord knows the bachelor knows how to get people like contestants like half naked or fully naked on their screens in a way that feels for lack of a better word fun and (laughs) not like people are being sort of forced to do things or like contextually it makes sense mm-hmm. but everything that's happening with like Jason's therapy as we're going to refer to it and the <laughs> naked dodgeball is that it, it's I don't know it felt to me like she came off as like very sort of like demanding and mm-hmm. sort of 
assertive. And I think there's a narrative or mythology that like now's her time. Like she's paid her dues. She's had her like hard luck with love and all this stuff. And this season, like it's all about her and she's, she's going to, she's in control now. And, you know, early, I think it was in the premiere, they kept using that. Like, like they're showing up for her and like, she's Mm -hmm. showing up and like, like all this sort of very affirmative language there. But I think for me, it's being taken to like a very, um, I don't want to say exploitative, but like intense place of like, she is making these like men do basically anything she wants. And yeah. when that thing is like taking off all their clothes, it's uncomfortable and it's kind of gross. And it's like, yeah. people shouldn't be forced to bear anything, feelings, trauma, or bodies before they are ready. Hey. It was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think too, like we're sitting here, this is a trash television show. Like we love bad TV. We're not saying like, it's not fun to see these like attractive men shirtless. Like no one is saying that, but there are themes that Claire is really leaning into. And I think it's just building that case that she just doesn't know how to really like have conversations. And if you're sitting here saying you're 39, you're over like, the bullshit yeah go have conversations or like I don't know we've seen instances of fashion shows like yeah you know showcasing personality where you can also see their bodies dodgeball yeah. like I haven't played dodgeball since like middle school I don't know yeah. <laughs> it was weird it was weird um yeah and it just kept getting a little weirder so yeah. they all also like an uncomfortable just to you know air all my <laughs> at once Um, but like an uncomfortable through line of like, and I guess this all goes back to sort of what seems like, and again, I don't want to like armchair psychologize or whatever, armchair (laughs) theorize this, but I'm going to anyways, um, sort of whatever validation she's getting from being on the show, but just like, she seems to constantly need affirmation that all the men know her season and know her really well where like her dress that she wore I think in Juan Pablo's finale they burn on the therapy date she's constantly sort of asking or leading questions or trying to like find out how much people know how much the men know about her Mm -hmm. in a way where they seems almost like they're like a little bit like punished if they don't where it's like you're supposed to know everything you can about her but like also play it cool I don't know. There's just like a lot going on there that makes me wonder to use uh, the show's favorite line or one of the show's favorite lines, like whether she's like really there for the right reasons. Because when I try to think about like all the obvious reasons of like why she might be there, uh, don't seem to be true. Love does not seem to be near the top of the list with that right now. Yeah. Well, she found it in Dale. She already found true love. So like the rest of it, she's just doing for television, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um it seems like with Claire she says one thing and then does the other mm-hmm. and I can't figure out what she wants so I can't imagine these guys are trying to figure it out. Um and that kind of we saw a little more of that with Blake when he came home from this dodgeball date and was sad that he had to walk home naked or whatever and he decides because he lost at dodgeball they didn't get to have time with her he's mm-hmm. going to go interrupt the people that do have time with Claire to chit chat with her. Mm-hmm. And if we remember from last episode, Blake's the one that I guess DM'd her before they were filming, which is against the rules. Mm-hmm. And she loved that. 
She loved that from Blake. But now he's breaking the rules and she basically calls him out for like not respecting people's time. So again, it's Claire's flip-flopping and mm-hmm. it was a little cringy. I'll let someone else talk about that. But I'm like, Claire, what do you want from this guy? You told him he likes you like him breaking rules and like showing that he's interested and now he's doing it again and you're upset with him. So I can't figure her out. (laughs) Yeah. And he definitely, didn't he mention too, like leading up to going to, um, to see her, he's like, well, she liked, she had mentioned that she liked that I broke the rules. So it's like, all right, he's acting on what she had said, like no fault to him. Um, and then, yeah, she rejects his kiss, which was just awkward. Like you're on TV. Like, of course, if you don't want to kiss someone, don't kiss someone. But it was just weird because it didn't, it, it just made things awkward after she had told him last episode, like, I love when you break rules. So it was awkward. <laughs> so it, was like, it was like a delightful little twist of the whole, like, because it's a quarantine season, they're all on the same lot the whole time. So like mm-hmm. usually unless you had like a producer on your side, you yeah. weren't getting from the mansion to wherever the date was. But in this case, he literally just had to walk out a door and yeah. then walk <laughs> however many feet and walk in another door. Um, so that's a fun little, fun little detail. Uh, yeah. But it would, and then she flip flopped again because when yeah. they, she sees him at sort of the pre rose ceremony cocktail party, she's back to being like, Oh, like I really love that you did that. And I didn't yeah. want you to feel worried. So I'm going to give you a rose right away. Yeah, I was confused by that. I was like, I was really confused. <laughs> she's playing games. Like, mm-hmm. these are games. She's all over the place. It's like, she reminds me of someone that really likes the chase, but yeah. not like a fun, normal chase. It's like, I'm going to play hard to get and be complicated and just make this, you know, a really hard chase for whoever is trying to pursue me, which yeah. I think is lame. That's just lame, Claire, whatever. But it's then there's another thing. Oh, go ahead. That actually works really well because she's making it really hard for all of yeah the majority of these men to chase her so it's like almost impossible for them to win which it is because she's already all about Dale and like she's making it extraordinarily easy for him so it's like cracked it you cracked the code yeah like having the game be you know or the chase be really hard and difficult and full of twists and turns works well because they're not meant to be able to win <laughs> no, she's making excuses. <laughs> she's yeah. just like, maybe they'll, if I'm miserable enough to be around, they'll just go home and they'll <laughs> we'll be the only one left. That's like yep. the plot twist. They keep teasing oh. the walkout. That could happen. Yeah. I thought it was going to happen this episode I know, when they like, came back with like no pants on. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I just kind of feel exposed. And someone was like, that's classless. Like, I really thought they were going to be like, you sexualized our bodies. This is 2020. Like, yeah, there's no double standards. Like, you can't do this anymore. I thought, but then I should have known better. The Bachelorette, they're not, yeah, yeah, they're not radicalizing anything. Um, but there was a little plot twist when she had a little one-on-one time with Brandon. And another instance where I was just like, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. We have Claire who is pitching. She wants sincerity. She wants people to be transparent. And she flat out asked Brandon, like, do you know anything about me? (laughs) He was kind of like, nah, I don't. (laughs) I I think you're from Sacramento. And like, I've seen clips of your season, but like, Mm -hmm. sorry. And she could not believe what she was hearing. Yeah. I don't know about that. Like, 
I, I mean, as someone who likes to do a little homework before they meet someone, <laughs> by a little, I mean extensive research. Yeah. I can't imagine going on national television, not having watched every single YouTube clip on Claire. Yeah. But also like he was being sincere and that's your chance to make a genuine connection, not work off someone's internet yeah. perception of you. Claire, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, that was awkward. I could like, if I was in that situation, I would definitely feel weird if I was her just because he started out being like, when I knew it was you being cast, that's why I wanted to, you know, be on the season. But it, I would have just been like, well, that was kind of awkward. And I wouldn't send him home. I would have just been like, that guy's kind of like weird, I guess. And then given him another chance to like, come on, just, just be yourself, be normal. Don't, you know, be weird. That's the whole thing. I'm thinking about it and I feel weird because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> the theme of the episode, if you didn't watch, like it's just two hours of kind of like, feel weird. am I allowed to enjoy this? Like, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel weird. I feel yeah. weird. There were so many, like, she's like moments are just like awkward to like watch her be mm. around the men yeah. and them be around her and like sort of the small scale fights or whatever. It was just like, oh, like I feel so much like, secondhand embarrassment here yeah but yeah I feel like Brandon sort of dug his grave and loses a little bit of sympathy because like you said Natalie he does lead with like well like once I knew it was you I was like really excited and so she was I could see the logic of well if you knew it was me and what about me excited you but in the context of like the previous two hours that we'd watched like it very quickly fell back into like it felt like her quizzing him yeah her and like her seasons and her history and like everything about her and like you are not sufficiently uh stroking my ego so home you go yeah okay hear me out though let's circle back to the beginning of the episode we're talking about love languages we don't know brandon i agree it was weird and he probably shouldn't have said that if he knew nothing else about her (laughs) (laughs) however maybe his love language and how he expresses it, it he has a hard time with those words of affirmation or like expressing how he feels and why he was intrigued um you know let's let's have a little empathy for brandon i think he was done wrong he was done dirty by claire she was like oh you didn't read my wikipedia bye like limo's there waiting pack your bags i feel bad i thought it was lame yeah i don't think he deserved to go home it was just you know embarrassing for him but it wasn't you know a game changer of the season like i would have forgotten about it in a couple episodes if he stayed on (laughs) But, nope. See you later, I guess. He was like, gotta go. He hardly knew you. Yeah. (laughs) And, of course, after that, that was, like, such a small snippet of the episode. (laughs) Of course, we got more Dale time at the end. Dale's always on my screen. And he's, okay, I guess we go back to limo nights, whatever. He comes out of the limo. Everyone's like, oh, my God, there's Dale. And we know Dale is allegedly the one that, you know, she runs off with. Mm -hmm. We all were impressed. He's attractive. He's kind of boring. Like he doesn't really have a personality. Like, are you yeah. guys impressed by him? Um, I'm more so impressed by his looks, but every conversation they have is kind of yeah, pretty bland. And I feel like he's just telling her what she wants to hear. Like she'll talk to the guys and say, you know, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, and then he'll conveniently be like, Oh, I'm just trying to like open up with you and like get deep with you, which is a phrase they always use, and I'm like, ew. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's more of like, you know, they have this like 
they had this attraction and she is just so like thinks he's so hot that she's like all right this is the one I'm gonna make him the one and it's like do they really have substance I mean not yet (laughs) yeah I'm just don't get I'm not getting a lot from him he's not giving us viewers a lot and I feel like again to theorize that it's probably because he knows he doesn't have to like he doesn't have to sort of work for her attention because either like he knows the like the groundwork is laid from like the summer or whenever it was that they were talking or he knows that like you know like this episode she spent all that time dating other men and then immediately at the end it was like yeah he was still he was still the one that she just wanted to be with and like make out with and all that stuff and so like even I think we saw it a little bit with like the first group date and like the you know nobody spoke up fast enough where it's like he didn't jump at that because he yeah. was like, sure or whatever like I could stand in the doorway and she will kick the other guy out of their conversation. Like, I don't really need to mm-hmm. work here. So it's like, because he doesn't need to charm her, he doesn't need to charm us. Or we don't get yeah. to see him be charming because he's not, he doesn't need to. Yeah, he's way too confident. And it's not a, like cocky confident in a way that he feels insecure. It's just confident because he knows yeah. what's good. <laughs> It's like a boring confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like, nah, I'm not going home. So like, whatever. It's fine. That's how you know it's real, though. Like, real yeah. confidence is so quiet. And he yeah. has it. And it's, I'm annoyed by that. Because I think it's what, like, I want. Is to just be like, yeah, whatever. Like, I yeah. know you're into me. Whatever, cool. I have to say, my friend who does not watch the show at all sent me, like, a reel on Instagram the other day of Dale. And she's like, oh, my God, this man is so charming. Is he on the show? Like, literally, I don't even think she's seen a single clip episode. And I was like, let me tell you, not only is he on the show, he's allegedly the one that like uproots the whole like system, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh yeah, I can tell from the 30 second Instagram reel she sent me. So I guess we're too deep in the show, but other people are, I haven't stalked his socials as much as I probably should have, but I guess there's charming content out there. I also know that this is totally going to be one of those things where like, the editing makes it look like it's going to be exciting and it's going to be, like, uh, entirely anticlimactic. But the previews for, like, the boys coming for Dale and, like, yeah, there being drama there. I'm curious to see what, what it is they think they have on him. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And like you said, we know it's not going to be anything crazy, but I'm still like, yes, give it to me. Whatever you can show us, I want it. Um, And the thing is, too, I noticed that none of these guys are really competitive. Like, even when Claire, like, nobody stole her for a second first and she got mad about it. Like, nobody – I feel like they're all just, like, friends and they're, like, happy for each other. And they're like, all right. Like, so I don't think that they're going to make that big of a fuss when, you know, Dale is taking up all the time with Claire. But we'll see. We'll see. I love a little drama. And I think in, like, last season when we were talking to Dustin – he explained kind of like as the season goes on, like the fatigue where I think we're seeing what's new and what's fresh. I'm curious if these like charming guys just growing out by the fire as time goes on and like just becomes like an alternate reality to them. If yeah. they start to, you know, get a little more open with their words and maybe <laughs> they are picking fights. Um, I love the drama. Um, but like going back to what Shay said, I think we're due for a season where like this cast, we are so charmed that postseason we're following them on Instagram and all of their like social media endeavors. So I'm excited for that. Um, It'll be also be curious to see just, you know, as far as the fatigue, if as we all sort of believe and know, 
it is going to sort of switch and they're going to bring in Tasha and keep a lot of these men like how does sort of having to restart and like go back to sort yeah. of square one affect like their relationships and their feelings and like at that point they were definitely more bonded to the other men than they will be to Tasha and it's like yeah I think that will end up being really interesting I'm yeah. intrigued by that because then it's kind of like when you go in night one it's just like strangers like strangers at the bar mm-hmm. where like now it's like a friend group and who yeah. in the friend group gets to date the one girl oh my god I love that I didn't even think about that there's like different layers to it now. yeah oh, Shay Shay's planting seeds I'm ready for it I love the narrative yeah I'm excited so it's like the old men versus the new men mm-hmm. more depth to the bachelorette who knew? <laughs> depth, depth in The Bachelorette, though. I don't know if I can confidently put those two in the same time. I'm excited. I don't know how many episodes left. If we have more of this, Claire, that we saw this episode, how many more I can watch of that because it's annoying. Like, yeah, I, she's someone annoying. I would unfollow on Instagram, like, so fast. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I'm disappointed because I think last week we really hyped her up. She, you know, yeah. came in swinging. Do you have someone who thinks they're your girlfriend? Yeah. And we were like, yes. What a mature bachelorette. Like, go off there. Yeah, we called her mature. Uh, oh, my God. I we had it so like long. In slight word of defense, or not word of defense, but, I mean, we cannot say this enough that, like, we don't actually know these people. And, like, okay. it does seem, I will admit to not being, like, super up on Claire's entire sort of history and sort of what she's yeah. gone through. And, like, it does sound like she was done dirty by a lot of people in her time. So I am sympathetic to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but you know, like, but with the bachelor, like, everyone like yeah, don't most say. people have like horror dating stories. Yes, that's also true. Um, Claire, like, you're not special. Actually, you <laughs> get to like live out your fantasy. It's only hot guys approaching you. You don't have to weed through all the yeah. trash. The producers <laughs> did it for you, Claire. I don't have any sympathy. And that's the other thing about her being like, oh, like I like or feeling like she's not getting like enough attention or anything. It's like they're all here for you like the yeah it's like oh structured around like there is nothing else. like they're not here just because they want to spend the summer in la quinta in like yeah this is like i think that's again what like, sort of bothered me about like you are so like i don't want to <laughs> i hate the word <laughs> like thirsty for attention when it's already the design like the whole yeah. is about you being the center of attention like you don't need to sort of push them for it they're already there um, oh, I was going to begin. I started this by trying to defend her, and here we are. <laughs> you can't fight it. You can't yeah. fight it. Uh, I feel yeah. bad. One of my friends I who usually watches, I texted her during the show, and I was like, are you watching? I am so mad. And she said, no, she's going to watch tomorrow. Um, but she was like, who do you hate? And I was like, oh, it's Claire. And she's like, I can't do another season where we hate the lead. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I don't feel like I hated Peter. He got really tiresome and exhausting towards the end, or I just wanted him to, like, do better yeah but I it's <laughs> this is this is something else yeah Peter uh, like peak season he was just vanilla like he didn't do yes. anything for me you know like yeah. I'm, he's kind of like a goofy guy he looks nice like I don't have a problem with him it, it just wasn't entertaining Claire is <sighs> making my blood pressure rise and <laughs> I'm disappointed and I think I'm also embarrassed that we were out on Bennett in on yep. Claire, and we were so, I hate being wrong, so yeah. we, we need to learn and grow through this podcast, but we, I don't <laughs> think, I think the silver lining here is we don't have much left of Claire, um, okay. 
they really, I feel like, pushed Dale this episode. Yeah. You know, I think we only have a couple episodes left with her, if that. So, you know, the, the light, we can see it. There's a light <laughs> at the end of this Claire tunnel. Ugh. Any closing thoughts before we just get too worked up and, like, can't go to bed after this? <laughs> um, I think we covered it all. I, again, I don't want to bully anyone on the show. Um, it was a better episode than the first one, I'll say. There's something yeah. positive. It would definitely, it did... I feel like it began boring because I remember feeling and tweeting like I'm bored. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then it got, I guess that was during like the extremely extended love languages yeah. competition, whatever that was, marathon. Um, but then it really, it picked up and, you know, Ashley, like you said, it made my blood boil, which is more <laughs> than boredom. So there's that. There you go. There we go. Well, yeah, on that note, again, sorry, Bennett. Claire, figure it out, babe. You're too old to be so socially inept. Um, but we will be here all season. Make sure you go like, listen, subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate you guys listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye.